Chapter Twenty Eight of Pee Wee Harris on the Trail. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Pee Wee Harris on the Trail by Percy Keyes Fitzhugh. Chapter Twenty Eight on the Trail. The boat glided swiftly through the dark water. Nick, will you get the silver cup for that stunt? said Norris. He'll get a punch of the eye if he doesn't have a car for us, said Scoutmaster Ned. I wonder how he did. Town Hall, said Scoutmaster Ned. That kid thinks quick. If he'd only learned to tie a knot, he'd be a scout. Vernon's a pretty good kid, though. He's better than Mount Vernon, anyway. Pull a little on your left, Bill. What's the matter? Got the sleeping sickness? Pull straight for that light. If it wasn't a stunt, what is? said Norris. You are, said Scoutmaster Ned. We're not handing out silver cups tonight. Maybe I'll do a stunt tonight and win it. You? Yes, me. Pull on your left some more. What do you think this is, Bill? A merry-go-round? Now go straight. Maybe Fido Norton found their prince, said Norris. He's a bear at that. He's clumsier than a bear, like all safety first troop. How about that safety? Come on, quick, row. Coming? called a voice from the shore. That's what? answered Scoutmaster Ned. Your car's gone. So I read in the sky. Somebody break in? The small door's locked. The big one was open, but nothing broken. Get out. Wait'll you see. Who's there? Safety first and Norris and me. You didn't think to get a car, did you? Do you know which way they went? Jim Burton is here with his Packard. Hello, Jim. Hello, Ned. They followed the main road past the east road. We tracked the tires past Opie's mill. They're not likely to turn out anywhere else till they get past Piper's anyway. You'll be a scout yet, Fido, called Scoutmaster Ned. What did they do, wake you up? said Safety First as they pulled the boat up on shore. I should think they did, said Jim Burton. They rang the bell a hundred times and went out into the garage and tooted the horn. Why didn't you teach your scouts manners? Can't be did, Jim. Let's take a pike at the place. Hello, Fido, that you? You're sure about them going as far as the mill? Yup. Yup, hey? Well, that's not so bad. You'll get a second helping of dessert some day. Come on, who's going? Pile in. Mighty good of you, Jim. A brief moment's inspection of the shed, and they were off. Jim Burton drove the car, and by him sat Scoutmaster Ned. The others, safety first, Nick Vernon, Fido Norton, and Charlie Norris sat in back. Too many? asked Scoutmaster Ned. She rides better with a load, said Jim Burton. I don't suppose there's much chance, said Ned. You notified the cops, didn't you, Nick? Good. The battery is low, and there isn't any crank on my bus. And my only hope is that she'll lay down on them. Soak it to her, Jim. Do you want to stop and look at the tire tracks yourself? asked Norton. 
It was that new Goodyear that I was tracking, the one that's all crisscross. You tracked it past the East Road? So they didn't turn down here? Sure. Yup. That's enough. Let's see her step, Jim. Jim soaked it to her, and she stepped. Not a bit of fuss did she make over it. Just stepped. A silent fleet step, like the step of a deer. And the spectral trees on either side seemed to glide the other way. An east road seemed like a piece of string across their path. And Opie's mill was but a transient speck, and Valesboro was brushed aside like a particle of dust. The car of a thousand delights could not do that. End of chapter 28 Recording by John Brandon